Hello and welcome to the celebration. That's right, we're here live celebrating nine years of Thriving Entrepreneur Radio. Nine years of thriving, nine years of amazing guests, nine years of fun and times together and just, oh, all the things we've been through over the course of the last nine years. We're going to dive into it. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to do uh, shout outs to some of our previous guests. Say hi to any of you who come on and even call out to the businesses of those that, uh, you know, that are on with us. Um, I've got a couple of different social medias open on the different screens I've got. So you're going to see me looking all around. I've got my phone here and I've got a couple of social medias uh, that may ring through on that. This is going to be different. So for those of you that are listening on the radio um, and you're listening to this, we do, as you know, pre-record all of the radio shows um, and then put them out across the syndication. And usually, you know, we have our intro and we have, you know, all of those kind of normal, regular radio showy kind of things with the commercials and all that. This is just going to be an hour of fun and kookiness. And there may be times for those of you that are on video that you'll see me looking at my phone or even replying to a message. There's going to be times like right now where you're going to see me uh, making sure that we're live on Facebook and then going over and checking and uh, sharing the link also onto Twitter or now X as they now call it. Um, you know, so we just really want to make sure that, uh, you know, that we have all of that. And um, right this very minute, I hear myself talking in my ear, and that was really weird. So just a lot of fun stuff that we're going to do today. Uh, so we're going to tell X to join us live on Facebook to celebrate, uh, to learn how to spell the word celebrate, nine years of thriving entrepreneur. And we'll talk about the, the name thriving entrepreneur and uh, learning how to be able to say thriving entrepreneur, um, as well as being able to type the word entrepreneur or even the word thriving for that matter. So we're now posted to invite people on X to come join us. And we're live on Facebook. We're live on LinkedIn. We're live on YouTube. Um, so we've got a lot of really cool, we've got a couple other social medias that are that are logged in and, and we're really hooked up and ready to go today. So with that said, welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Now, normally at this point, you know, you would have already heard our amazingly cool intro. Um, I was trying to figure out a way that I could play it for you, but even when I tested playing it through the phone into the microphone, it didn't really go over real well. But I want to give a special shout out. And those of you who, you know, perhaps are listening to this on the replay off of the website, you can see up at the top, uh, my good friend, Mark Pogue, I actually toured, Mark and I, when we were in Continentals, toured together, summer of 1985. Uh, Mark wrote this song and then reproduced it and republished it. It's actually, the song is called Money Can't Buy. Um, and uh, it's available. And, and there's links there at wehelpyouthrive.com forward slash radio. 
if you'd like to get the whole entire song Money Can't Buy, but the intro to that, love that song. And it is the intro for our show. Um, and I'm so grateful to him for it. Uh, you'll also notice if you've been paying attention to the uh, commercials that our latest commercial, we have uh, considerably more of a rock and roll theme to the music that's the background before that. And then the commercial that we did before that, um, you know, my friend uh, Lakeisha, um, you know, she actually did the singing of the song. We kind of collaborated and wrote the lyrics to her dad actually wrote the bass line for the song, You Are Enough. Um, and that's part of it. And then it goes into the commercial. Lots and lots of cool people. And here we are together, living and learning and thriving as an entrepreneur. I am so excited to be here with you on Thriving Entrepreneur. For those of you that this is your first time listening to the radio show or catching me here live on Facebook or what have you, um, this is a little different than any of the other Facebook Lives I've done. Um, although I do tend to ramble sometimes on Facebook Lives, those of you that have watched before, you know what I'm saying. But um, this is going to be a lot of fun, and I do welcome you. My name is Steve Kidd. I am a third-generation minister, an international best-selling author of 22 books and counting, um, and I have the privilege of working with authors. We're ultimately a marketing company with a strong publishing division, helping people write, publish, market their books to bestseller and beyond. As my 20th book said, bestseller is only the beginning. I've had the privilege of working with more than 4,000 authors, working anywhere in the process of their book, helping, advising, uh, you know, teaching the folks that then uh, had programs that they too ran. Um, it's been really cool. In fact, it has been so successful. You know, I've been doing this since 2007, worked with lots of people. I was in a networking meeting. This is a few years ago, but it was such a cool experience. Um, and the person was actually pitching the room, you know, how you do that sometimes in networking meetings where people will, you know, share what they're doing in the world. And they were pitching the room, their really cool process for helping you get your book done. I was like, wow, that sounds really familiar. Um, you know, and sure enough, it was literally the process that I had created years ago and that I've done with thousands of people. It had gone all the way around the world and come back around into a room the group of people that were none of them around when that first started. Um, and somebody was pitching to me, having them help me write, publish, and market their books to bestseller. Really, really cool thing. You know, I, I like to live in a world where it isn't about competition or, um, you know, worrying about the other people and what they're doing. I, I believe the world's big enough for all of us. Um, I do try to emphasize being an expert in the area, helping you be empowered with information. Uh, I was in a coaching call one time and I asked a question and the basic response was, well, that's the way everybody else does it. Um, I hope in every case I can give you more substantial answers than that to the things that, uh, that you might have questions about. And uh, I'm just so blessed and so honored to be able to be part of the process of sharing you with the world. Um, if you'd like to learn more about that, you can go to asksteveKid.com. That's A-S-K-S-T-E-V-E-K-I-D-D.com. It's, you know, there, if you're watching on video, it's right there, uh, you know, just below my chin, basically. Um, and you can hop on my schedule. I'd love to talk. 
see where you're at with your book, see how I can help you in your marketing, how I can help you live as a thriving entrepreneur. So that was a very fun, long preamble to our celebration here. Like you said, we may go as much as the whole entire hour. That's what our radio show is. It's an hour long. Um, it's in syndication. And for some of you that live in the southeastern United States, you may be driving around some morning at 9 a.m. And you may actually turn on your AM, mostly radio stations. It's a couple of FM stations. Um, and hear my voice and hear me welcoming you to Thriving Entrepreneur. And that'd be really cool. If you do ever happen to catch it, please do let me know. That'd be awesome. Um, and feel free if you happen to get any nuggets or any cool information during this show, uh, feel free to hashtag Thriving Entrepreneur. Um, that's always, of course, our hashtag. And there's a few people that have actually used that, including myself, over the years to be able to share cool insights as they've gotten. So let's go way back in the time machine, right? Let's go back to the beginning to nine years ago. So what would nine years ago have been? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to think that one through myself. Um, nine years ago, 2014 uh, in December, um, I had the week previously been interviewed by Phyllis Smith. Uh, Phyllis was at that point working with the E-Women Network and she had interviewed me on her show. We did a great hour talking about you know, what's it like to be a uh, third generation minister and a business owner? And how does that all really connect? And and we had a really great show from that. Um, and, uh, you know, and then after that, the next week was the was the official launch of Thriving Entrepreneur. Uh, Jenna Sorg, my very, very first uh, guest ever on the show. Uh, she did an amazing job talking to us about marketing. And there's some of the things she taught us that I still use to this day. And I was excited to see on Facebook that uh, Jenna actually um, actually just celebrated that she was um, that she just recently met a guy and has fallen in love and that she's engaged. So congratulations, Jenna. I am going to, as I mentioned names, if I think about it, I'm going to uh, I'm going to hashtag them and uh, just kind of put them out there, uh, you know, and uh, so there'll be some comments as we go through. Feel free to put your comments in though as well. And, um, uh, you know, and we can just all have a good old time here talking about thriving entrepreneur and talking about ways that we can thrive. So the first eight weeks, um, well, let, let's go back even a little bit further than that. Um, I was the first ever male um, radio show host on eWomen Network Radio. Um, eWomen Network has changed theirs. They, they now call it the eWomen Podcast, I believe. Unless they changed it again. That's what it was a couple of years ago, last I heard. Um, and back in those days, there was a few, a handful of us that did mostly weekly radio shows. Um, a couple of them did once a month. And uh, I was the first male host for a radio show on the E-Women Network. It was such an honor. Did that for a year. And um, it was just a great way to get our feet wet and uh, really be able to share 
the people that I knew. And, and what I really did as a concept for that first year is I kind of just opened up my Rolodex. Now, some of you are rolling your eyes at me because I used Rolodexes. Others of you are like, huh, what's a Rolodex? Um, no matter what, um, you know, my, uh, my contacts list um, <laughs> and, and just begin to share some of the people that I was blessed to know in my life with you and some of their cool, amazing uh, things that they did. And as we went through the first, and back then I had, and I really strongly encourage you this, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I had a formula. Um, I had at that point, we were teaching a process. There was an eight step system. Um, I'd have to honestly go back and dig out my old notes to even know specifically what those eight steps are. But there were eight steps in the system, and I took one of the steps each week and brought a guest that was an expert in that kind of an area and uh, brought them to light. And like I said, I had a whole foray of, you know, a whole giant pack of people that I've met over the course of the years. You know, I'm 57 now, so nine years ago, I would have been, what, 48 years old. Um, and I just brought them to the table and, well, I'm almost 57. I'll be 57 first of next month. Um, if you're being finicky and you're like, wait a minute, you're not that old yet. Um, you know, and I just introduced you to my friends and and it was a really cool way to start things out. I've been so blessed to have some amazing people right from the very, very first day that we went out. You know, I remember that we had... Um, uh, you know, we had Jessica Butts on the show and she was, uh, it was so cool because before her book came out, uh, but I remember it very fondly because the phrase that came out of that more than anything else was the phrase, stop doing what you suck at. Um, and I told her, you know, Jessica, you've got to write that as a book. That is an incredible name for a book. Um, you know, and she's gone on to do some things beyond that and really makes a huge difference. Um, and we just kept going on through people. I remember my great friend, Tom Moline, um, I'll put Tom's name in there, but, um, I don't think Tom's on, um, I'm, I'm, I'd be willing to bet you money that Tom isn't on Facebook. Yeah. Tom Moline is not on Facebook. There are Tom Moline's on Facebook, uh, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't even know which one of these it is if uh, if that happened to be him. Um, I don't know. Let's let's just put that person, and I doubt that was him, and some random person named Tom Molina will be like, how come I got tagged in that? Um, and Tom talked to us about technology. Tom's been in the computer space since, uh, you know, he uses the joke, I remember when debugging computers meant crawling through giant to, you know, through giant tubes that the wires went through and literally actually spraying roach killer and stuff to kill the bugs. And that was debugging your computer. Uh, we went through the years. Uh, Dr. Donald Joy, who has since passed away, um, and uh, but was my very, very first mentor ever. Him and his wife, Robbie, were my godparents. Um, I had the privilege of staying at their house when I was in third grade and my parents went to a conference of some sort. 
um, fell in love with Do both Don and Robbie. And throughout the course of all the years, um, Don's always was always there for me. Um, and Dr. Joy, I just I love him so much. Um, I know that he's in heaven now and enjoying Jesus, but there were times when it was just so amazing. I'd have a deep, deep question and I could write him, uh, you know, and, and almost immediately I would get a long, very well articulated out response. He could type articulately with punctuation, spelling, grammar, all of that kind of stuff faster than most of us can talk. Um, and it was really amazing to have him in my life. And, and he talked about the like 47 books that he's had and some of the insights into writing and into sharing who you are with the world. Um, and it was really great to have him on the show um, and to really just celebrate all those years that he had been mentoring me as a person and, and all the amazing things that he brings to the world. And the list goes on, you know, and it's been nine years. So if I listed out everybody, we'd be here way more than an hour. But, um, you know, it was cool. Like I said, we we stayed with the Women Network for the entire first year and had some very amazing, cool guests that we got access to. Thanks specifically to eWomen. Um, I remember uh, having an interview with Dr. Noah St. John. Noah, if you go back... Um, just a couple of months, yeah, again, if you're listening live, just a couple of months previously to this, um, I had Dr. Noah St. John on the show actually twice talking about his two latest books. At the time, it was way back when Dr. Noah St. John had put out the book Affirmations. It's an amazing book. If you haven't read it, you really need to. Talking about the concept of your brain being a wonderful computer that wants to give you answers to questions. And so therefore it... Um, you know, when we say, why am I so, and then we say something bad about ourselves, our brain kicks in and starts saying, yeah, let's figure out why you are that way. You know, and it justifies it. And then it, it you know, instills even more so into us that sense of lack in ourselves that we have. And so, um, you know, it was really amazing to hear him talk about that. Um, and, uh, and I do want to put Dr. Noah St. John in here. Uh, Dr. Noah St. John. All right. And, um, you know, it was just, it was cool to have him on there. And it was such a great opportunity to, um, to be able to really share Noah with the world. Thank you, Anne. I really appreciate it. She says she enjoys what myself and my wife give out. Um, you know, for those of you that don't know, back when the show started, I was married to Kathy. We have since gotten divorced. Um, and uh, I tell you why, but I'm not sure that to this day that I completely understand the nuances of it. But she's still helping folks in books and marketing as well. And and, and although we're not together, she's still doing amazing things in the world too. Um, and uh, yeah, we've brought a bunch of stuff. It's good to see you, Anne. And I hope things are going well for us. If you post a comment and tell me what it is that you're doing, I will gladly give a shout out to what you do in the world and, and your company and even a link. And for any of the rest of you that are lurking or listening, 
you come in live and you tell me the name of your company and what you do, I will shout out to you as well. So let's see, uh, you know, also in that first year, we got to talk to some really cool people. Um, you know, I was, I was privileged. I'll never forget this. Um, and you heard, uh, my message is starting to go off here. Um, I'll never forget when the first time that I got to have Lisa Nichols on the show with me. Now, some of you know who Lisa is, you know, she was in the book in the movie, the secret. Um, and, uh, I realized then she's been on Oprah twice. Um, and I realized the day, the morning of, um, you know, getting ready to interview Lisa, that I had moved to a level with the show where I was interviewing people that had been on Oprah. Anne Sibley wrote a book, The Characteristics of a Christian Woman. And she knows Lisa as well, um, Characteristics of a Christian Woman. Um, I know you can get that on Amazon by Anne Sibley, S-I-B-L-E-Y. Um, I encourage you to go get that. And, um, you know, so it was really cool. I was sitting there thinking about, uh, you know, being able to get to interview somebody that had actually literally been on the Oprah show and to, to be in that kind of realm, you know, be myself, but, um, you know, to be able to be at that level, it was a really cool realization. Um, and Lisa's been on the show a couple of times since then. Now, in full uh, transparency, later on, a few years later, 2019 to be exact, um, our youngest daughter, Maya, married Lisa's youngest son, well, only son, Jelani, um, and they're happily married. They live in the Pacific Northwest, and, and I'm very proud of Jay because he's done a great job, um, you know, really making it in all of the cold and the, and the, and the Northwest, North wetness, as we like to call it. Um, and thank you so much for the support and the love uh, throughout the years. We really appreciate it. Um, and I'm trying to respond to messages on the phone while I'm keeping the talking going. Years in radio previous to all of this, you know, I learned, uh, uh, you know, I learned that we don't want to have dead air or stare at the top of my head too much for those of you that are on video. So thanks for bearing with me. Um, as I try to juggle all the different social medias. Um, but, you know, that was really cool having Lisa on there. And that was a really different uh, kind of a concept. Right at that point, Lisa was working as Steve Harvey's coach. And she talked on our show very much about the same kind of stuff that she ended up talking about on the Steve Harvey show. And I was like, wow, you know, that's really cool company. Um you know, to, to be a part of. And, and so then a couple of months later, and this was, this one was really kind of a highlight. Not that all the guests I've had um, were just amazing people, but this was one that I never thought I'd get a chance to be able to do. I was able to actually uh, to interview um, Matthew Knowles. Now, for those of you that are like, hmm, that name sounds familiar. Matthew Knowles, you know, Beyonce's dad, um, the, the, manager of Destiny's Child and Beyonce's manager until she met and married, um, you know, her husband, Jay-Z. And uh, it was such a great conversation to have with Matthew because, um, you know, because he was really, 
I mean, he was putting out a book. He at that point, the book that he was putting out was called "The DNA of uh, of Achievers," and a really, really amazingly great book. Um, but uh, you know, and he's brought out a couple others that we've we've talked with him about, including you know some talks about uh, you know the different nuances of transitioning in and out of of working with Beyonce and. Um, but the thing I loved best about his story was he talked about uh, there on um, Ed McMahon's show. It wasn't Star Search. It was the one that came after that X Factor, I think. Or no, I think that was Simon Call's show. Anyway, I don't remember what the name of it was. But, um, you know, and Destiny's Child was expected by everybody to win. And they especially expected that they were just going to do really incredible things. And then they lost in the first round and everybody was just shocked. Um, and the girls, of course, you know, cause they were teens or very, if they were young adults, they were barely young adults, uh, you know, and they were, I'm pretty sure they were teens. Um, they were, you know, over crying and Matthew was just down the hall from them, not really knowing how do I comfort my daughters and my niece and, and help them know that it's gonna be okay. And Ed McMahon walked by and he, he stopped him and he said, what do I do? And Ed McMahon said something so brilliant. He said, you know, I've done these kind of things for years. And it's not the people that win the show that go on to have the huge careers. It's actually the people who lose that do the most amazing things because having that loss propels them. It drives them on to succeed at a level that, no, that the people who win tend to not do as much. Um, I thought that was pretty amazing and, and really insightful. Now, here's the cool part of the story. Matthew actually, who was at the time, the number one sales rep for all of the Xerox company. Um, some of you may not know Xerox, but at the time, they were the copy machine company. Um, you know, if you in fact, uh, you know, you didn't really copy things. You got a Xerox of things. You know, it was like Kleenex um, is to facial tissues. Xerox was to copiers. And, um, you know, and he was their top salesman around the whole entirety of the world. Um, and uh, he left his job, went back to college and got his master's degree in, in music management and took on the managing of Destiny's Child. And and still to this day, you know, I was working with artists and uh, just a really cool story of the extents that we as fathers will go to, to facilitate the dreams of our children. Feel free at any point to do like I just did and uh, keep hydrated. Hopefully I won't bore you too much with my stories. They're fun for me. Um, and this is basically just a, a, a nine years in review, look back and a celebration with you. Um, you know, so that first year went through. At the end of the first year, um, we had the opportunity to go into syndication and I took it and we've been in syndication now for eight years um, on a whole bunch of radio stations. Um, I, I want to say it's about 25 or 30 radio stations now. Um, and if I know it correctly, I believe I do. I believe it's 9 a.m. Um, Eastern time, and most of them are in, in the southeastern United States. Uh, but there's a few others in other places around the world or around the United States. And uh, that was a really cool opportunity and a really great 
opportunity to grow our reach. Um, it started out to, um, you know, about 4,000 people. And now it's raised to, they tell me about 8 million, I'm sorry, 4 million people. Um, and they tell me now that it's raised to about 8 million that listen to it live. Oh, Anne's listening with her husband and they're enjoying it. Thanks so much, Anne. I'm glad that you get to take the journey down memory lane with us. So, you know, that brought us into year two. Um, and we redid the, you know, some of the audio audiographics. That's not what they are, you know, but some of the, the commercials and different things like that. So that, uh, you know, we stayed up to date with, uh, you know, with the changes. And, and if you go back and you listen to episode, you know, one through, you know, 52 weeks in a year. So one through 50, give or take. Um, you know, you would hear it start off with, this is the EW, EWN radio network. Um, and, you know, and, and, and there's a few of them that I've rebroadcast. So if you just decided to sit down and spend a couple of days of your life listening to Thriving Entrepreneur nonstop, you know, because we have nine years worth of episodes, you would find yourself hearing some rebroadcasts and, and even some of them that do still have that EWN in there and that was a real honor to be part of that during the end part of that year um you know we also got an opportunity to be the first ever male success coach for the e-women network and um, we got to go to dallas and be part of their international conference and uh, i spent basically the whole three days i spent in a little cubicle answering questions uh, for people and, and giving some laser coaching, 15 minute sessions was a real challenge for me. Um, as you can tell, I can talk a lot. Uh, you can tell, you know, we're already 30 minutes in and have I really said anything of value? Who knows? Um, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we just went for 15 minutes for each of the people and I had to cut it off. And so I, ha I had to learn how to talk a little shorter and, and, uh, and as you can tell, it didn't take, but, but that was a real fun opportunity and we got to work with them. Um, and again, I'm answering another question here on my phone um, and I'm over on Facebook um, and, uh, and we rebroadcast it over to X, put the link so people could get that. We're also on LinkedIn for people that want to listen to it there. Um, and, uh, you know, that gives you the opportunity wherever you are. You can also listen to us YouTube live right now or on the replay and uh, really get a chance to do us, uh, you know, the, the favor, if you will, um, of really celebrating with us the nine years. So I'm just finishing these comments. And then we'll uh, move on to some more memories. All right, there you go. That was about as close to dead air as um, as I ever want to allow myself to do. Um, and I appreciate you for allowing me to meet everybody where they are on whatever platform they're at. But I especially appreciate you when you're here on with us live. So, you know, there's been a lot of transitions in in the process of it. We had, when we very first went live that first year, you know, we had remodeled, took actually a one-story house and turned it into a two-story house. 
and had moved Kathy's mom in with us. Um, and she spent the last year of her life, a little bit more than a year that we were in that house, about a year and a half um, or no, actually I take it back. It was only about six or seven months that she was in that house. And then we were there about a year and a half. Um, and, uh, you know, I had this giant office that we shared together. It was huge. Um, and, and I did the radio show from, from that office there. And then when we moved, um, I moved into a much smaller area, but continued doing the show. And then from there, we moved down to California. Um, and we had some really cool, really cool opportunities. I had a nice setup. I mean, it was a bedroom technically, but um, it was all uh, really well insulated and set up. And I did the show from there. And, uh, you know, we kept the show going through the whole time of Maya dealing with her leukemia and was so blessed that she came through that and is in full remission and has passed the five-year mark. So she's quote unquote cured um, from that. And, and we're so glad we didn't lose her and so grateful for all of those. But, you know, we kept the show going through all of that. And uh, throughout the course of all of it, I've had the blessing and the privilege of bringing you, you know, some of the high-end people like I've mentioned, uh, you know, but also people that you've probably never heard of before that wrote incredibly amazing books um, that are no less powerful and, and amazing. You know, like Anne's book that she wrote. Let's let me scroll up here. I'm going to give the name of Anne's book again. Um, the Characteristics of a Christian Woman by Anne Sibley, S-I-B-L-E-Y. Um, and, uh, you know, just so many books. And maybe you know Anne, and maybe you've never heard of her before. But what an incredibly amazing book. Um, you know, when I think back, whether we're talking about the book that launched last week, and I can scroll down over here on the other screen and look at my Facebook, and I can tell you about, I'm not a princess, I'm a superhero, written by uh, Roland Benson, or as he goes by, Grandpa B, um, an amazingly wonderful ca uh, uh, cartoon type of book for, for girls, especially, a very underserved market, um, and his granddaughter, literally, uh, somebody called her their princess, and she said, I'm not a princess, I'm a superhero. And that, of course, uh, got Roland to to write the book. Um, and there's a whole bunch of really great books um, that are the Mugs and Puddles series now that Roland has put out. Um, you know, just this past week, our most recent number one international bestseller, The Agency Secret by Anthony Gindon, um, and all of that. Um, Anne also wrote the strength for the journey. So she's got two books. Um, it's kind of addicting, isn't it, Anne? You know, you, you start out and you do your first book. Um, and, and before you know it, you've got 22. I'm actually, you know, I, I just put out, the 22nd book was actually an anthology book. Um, and I just got back from the editor literally yesterday. Um, the next four books in a series that I'm working on, um, I'm not going to, I'm going to launch actually five of them. The fifth book is almost done. We're probably, oh, I don't know. I've probably got a couple more weeks of writing to finish that off and then send it over to the editor. But the nature of it, uh, I kind of wanted to 
string you through all of those and have you have the ability to move right on to the next one. It's a fiction. It's kind of a love story. Um, you know, and, uh, and I didn't want to leave you hanging for weeks, months, years, whatever, before the next book came out. And uh, soon, in fact, I'm actually working on, uh, you know, we did, I was blessed to do the book Romeo, the Suicidal Parakeet, a fun, funny book. We had this parakeet back when the kids were all home um, that used to literally drop himself on his head. I don't know why, um, but I always wondered what was going through that crazy bird's head. So in 2020, I wrote a book and usually, and basically just used it as an opportunity to be able to kind of uh, have a snarky, witty, fun commentary on some of the craziness that we all went through during 2020. Um, and Romeo's now uh, in the process of doing his second book. Romeo's gotten a job working in HR, taking the calls from people when they uh, are calling in sick to work. And frankly, he's quite sick of it. He's tired of the excuses, and so he's going to give you some advice on how to properly, or what it really means, rather, when you call in sick to work, and so that one's fun. Um, and I've got a children's book about a dog and a cat that become best friends, um, and of course, several others that I'm working on as well. Um, over the Thanksgiving weekend, I even actually made all 22 of my books available to you to get for free in ebook form. I also helped, I don't know, I think there was about another 10 people or so that uh, made their books bestsellers or re-listed them and got them up on the bestseller list. Uh, Kunal Seth put out his book early, uh, you know, at the latter part of November, right before Thanksgiving. That's called uh, The First Generation Mindset. That was a great book. Um, and I'm just literally scrolling back over here um, and looking at some of the uh, some of the other books that we've done here just recently. Um, Jamie Ellathorpe put out her book on the 11th, 11-11. Um, it's called The Mindset Method, a really great way to talk to you about the fact that if your mind's not in the right place, none of the other things that you're going to do in business are really going to have the impact that you wish it would. Um, you know, and so while we've been doing all of that, of course, every week, we've been bringing out the next episode of Thriving Entrepreneur. You can listen to all of them. Every single episode that ever has existed um, is at wehelpyouthrive.com um, forward slash radio. Um, and whether you listen to the episode from just last week or in the middle of November, we did the power of, of the authentic you. Um, and had three guests with us on that day. Um, and throughout the course of all of those, all of these nine years, we've had just incredibly amazing guests. Um, and like I said, some of them are folks that you'd totally be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you got a chance to interview them. And others that I'm sure you've never heard of, but they were still every bit just as amazing um, and would make you say, oh my gosh, what an incredible interview. What a great opportunity to talk to somebody and learn and love and, and really thrive in all that you do. And that's what it's about after all, isn't it? To live as a thriving entrepreneur. I really do want that for you. You know, every week 
since the very beginning. I'd have to go back and listen to episode one to see if I if I said it on episode one, but I know I've said it for years and years since then. I've closed the show by telling you, you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose and the world needs you. Now, it's important that I bring that up, but I didn't want to do it at the end of this time because I wanted to spend some time talking about that. Ultimately, um, you know, and I've talked several times on the show about living as a thriving entrepreneur is really just about thriving in whatever you do in life. Maybe you own a business. Um, An entrepreneur definitely has uh, contained within it the whole concept of, of owning your business and running your business. But I take it from a bigger level than that. And that's even if you are just running the business of your life. Um, we want to thrive in that more than any other business we can be about. It's about being really, truly, intricately involved and really making the impact in our lives that we can make each day while it's called today. That's an important phrase. The whole concept, and, and those of you that have ever listened to me have heard me say over and over and over again about the concept of maximizing while it's called today. And um, I want you to really think about that for a minute. Sometimes people get a little confused. They're like, what do you mean by maximizing while it's called today? Well, it's only today that we call today. We call tomorrow, tomorrow. We call yesterday, yesterday. When it was yesterday, yesterday we called it. When we were living in it, we called it today. And tomorrow, when we're living tomorrow, we'll call it today. So there is always this time frame that we call today. And today is, as my friend Ernie Villanueva always said, today is the only legal tender you can spend. Yesterday is a canceled check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. Today is the only legal tender that you can spend. And so what do we do? What do we do when we come up to today and there are things that come up to us that are worries for tomorrow or stresses for things that are coming up on us or our guilt and condemnation that we take on ourselves from things that happened in the past? We all deal with that. We all deal with it so often. And it's easy to get stuck, to be in a place where what was, what happened yesterday is so impactful in our today that we don't end up living today. We end up living back then over and over and over again. And we end up in a place where rather than being who we could be today, we live less than. We don't thrive. We're not a thriving entrepreneur running the business of our life. We're living just a little less than because yesterday has a hold on us. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, I've done some interviews been really blessed to work with some people, but some of the stories of some of the things people have gone through, one of the authors talked about when her, you know, when she was 
a little child, five years old, and she was the oldest of the like five children. Um, their mother literally got killed. Uh, I want to say they were in Colombia or something like that during a war. And they were about a week with one cane of sugar between all five of the children. And that's all they had to eat. And there were no adults. Um, and, and the horrendous things that she went through in life. Um, and I did an interview with a lady who talked about how she traveled around with the sheep. And that was her job. She was 10 years old to be out and around the countryside traveling around with the sheep. And she talked about tying her legs together so that when the rape gangs came, that at least they'd wake her up before it happened. Horrible, horrendous things like that. Those are the things that are in our past that can impact us. And they do have an impact on today. But we can either be empowered or be growing from them, learning from them, or learning how to learn from them, which is okay too. Sometimes all we can do is know that what happened was awful um, and make the commitment that we want to be the best us we can be today. And being the best us we can be today may mean we're exhausted and we need, need a nap. It may mean that we were broken mentally or physically or spiritually, and we need to seek help. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that maximizing today means that you've got to go out and if you don't come up with a cure for cancer before the clock strikes midnight, you're a failure. Maximizing today is taking into account everything that's in the past, saying I'm sorry for the things that were, being in a place where we're making ourselves better so that the future will be better. But then looking for opportunity today to be the best today. How can you be the best you right here, right now, today? How can you learn and live as a thriving entrepreneur in all that you do, maximizing this wonderful five-letter word, today? It's really a very empowering thing when you think about it, because then all of yesterday, you know, it's real and exists and it's all that, but you don't have to deal with all of it today. You may need to get a little bit of help for it, but then you can also look at what can I be delighted for? This morning when I was on my Facebook making comments, one of my friends posted this beautiful picture of a sunset, of a, uh, of a sunrise. Um, and, and along with it, she said, with a song in my heart, and the song is, You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party by the Beastie Boys. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's, you know, I mean, I mean, what a great way to wake up to, you know, this gorgeous, beautiful sunset. And usually you would think of this serene, peaceful music, but instead, you know, the world has come to end and it's going to get your blood pumping. And it's going to tell you that you've got to fight for your right to party. And then you got to celebrate today. Um, and it really did kind of jump into the whole concept. I was already preparing to do this celebration live today, but it really was just kind of like a confirmation that, um, you know, today's the, to the day to celebrate. You know, now is the time to celebrate. Um, 
the phrase rejoice while it's called today is actually based in a Bible verse. Um, and it's such great advice because it's only in today that we can we can do anything with. Tomorrow will get here far too soon. And yesterday will have an impact on today. But today we get to choose. And the cool part about it is, is that maybe up until this very second, the things you've chosen haven't been empowering or haven't been your best. That's okay too. Forgive and release yourself. Ask for forgiveness if you need to from the people in your life. And then let it go and maximize right now, this minute. What's the thing that I can do to be my best right now? Maybe it's, you know, that you've been talking for almost 50 minutes now and you're getting to the point where you need to drink more water. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe it's going out into the other room or if they're in the same room with you hugging somebody and saying, you know, I really love you. Sometimes the most impactful thing that you can do in this world is to tell somebody, I love you. You're special. Who could you tell in your life and in your world today how amazing and how incredible they are? You know, we all love it when it happens for us. And most of us don't go looking for kudos and compliments. And a lot of times it's even hard for us to accept them, but it always feels good, especially when somebody that's really special to us tells us and says nice things about us. It feels really good when somebody sees what we do and they appreciate us. I know I like it. I bet you do too. So nine years of thriving entrepreneur, nine years of thriving. Earlier, you know, I talked and Anne mentioned my ex-wife. Obviously over the course of the last nine years, life hasn't been Shangri-La for me. It was an interesting thing. You know, I talked about the different houses we lived in in California and the, the, the cool studio places and the not so cool and the counter-amped and all that. And then a really at the end of 2019, just before we went into the pandemic, I found myself for the very first time ever in my adult life, living alone. I had been a single parent. That's not being alone. I had lived with a roommate in college. That's not being alone. I had lived in my parents' household. I had even stayed home alone a few times. I lived at a boarding school my senior year of high school but I had never lived in a place that I was totally alone. That it wasn't a matter of, you know, for a day or two, you're home alone, but that days, weeks, months, and what ended up being years, it's just you. Well, me and my little dog, Mocha, um, her looking at me like, you know, I don't speak English, right? Um, and it was a transition. But in all of that, we thrived. We kept doing Thriving Entrepreneur. We kept sharing with you amazing folks, people that I know will make an impact in your life, will make the difference that only they can make by doing the thing that only they can do. 
so that you can make the difference that only you can make by doing that thing that only you can do. I like how I twisted that to make you as important as you actually are in all that you do. You see, the nine years of thriving entrepreneur isn't just my success, it's yours too. It's all of us. It's the guests that have been on the show. It's the guests that are, have already recorded and are upcoming for upcoming episodes of the show. It's the people that don't even know about the show yet, but they're gonna be guests. It's for the next author whose book's gonna come out because I always take my authors and put them on the show and highlight how incredibly cool they are. It's about all of those kind of things so that you can thrive, so that you can live your best life every minute of every day, so that you can live and love and know what it means to be a thriving entrepreneur. My editor tells me I have a cadence to my voice and to my writing. Some of that, I suppose, has to do with the fact that most of my writing, I do voice, uh, voice to text. Um, I have some physical restraints that make it so that if I tape, if I type long enough, um, my arms will kind of revolt. Um, and so it's easier to just talk into the mic. And as you can tell, after you've listened to me for almost an hour, I've always got words I can talk. So we do the books that way. She says that I have a certain cadence that she's trying to make sure she keeps in the books. I guess I don't really recognize that but it was kind of cool to hear that maybe I do actually have a tone and a style. That was kind of cool. I was like, wow, that's neat. I want to know more about it. Tell me more about me. Uh, no, not really, but um, it was pretty cool. So what are you going to do over this course of this next year? Because next year we've got a big celebration. Next year we're going to be celebrating 10 years of Thriving Entrepreneur. I'd love to have you as a guest. I'd love to celebrate your next book. I'd love to be able to announce to the world, not just that you had a book, but that it's a bestseller. We do have packages and programs. I've learned over the course of the last, especially this last month, I've been doing a lot of review for 2023, that I need to learn specifically to be intentional. And my intention for Thriving Entrepreneur is to help you thrive in everything you do in your life and business. But I do want to share you with the world. And the number one starting place for that, the foundation of everything you're going to market, everything you're going to do in this world, all of it is based in you having a book. And not just a book, but say it with me, a bestseller. That's right, a bestseller. And so with that bestseller, you can then have the credential. Think of it like this. You know, when a doctor graduates medical school, what he does is he passes a series of tests that says this person is an expert in the written version of anatomy and physiology. And he is a doctor of the medical sciences. Now, what does that mean? Here, have a prescription pad and start giving out drugs to people? No, 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 no. It means he's passed to the test and earned the right to now learn how to be a doctor. And really, your book becoming a bestseller is just that same kind of thing. 
it allows you to have earned the right to be the expert that you already are. It's a third party credentialing that says, hey, this person knows their stuff. They spent the time and went through the process. They made themselves a bestseller. And I heard somebody say the other day, they're like, ah, everybody's a bestseller on Amazon these days. And it may feel that way, but actually technically only about 3%, it's actually less than that, ever become the, of all the books that go on Amazon each year, ever become bestsellers. So when you become a bestseller, you're still part of an elite group of people. And then what we try to do is get you on one or more countries so that you're an international bestseller. And that's really cool. And then next thing you know, you can come on and you can say, hey, I'm a 22-time number one international bestselling author, and I've got nine more books I'm working on. That's me. Um, and you can know inside how important that is because it's a third party that said, you know, your stuff. And so you do it to change the world, to make a difference in somebody else's life. You get the credential so that it stands out above the crowd and allows people to know this is legit. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you thrive so that you can live the business of your life and the business that you run as a thriving entrepreneur. I'd love to talk to you about your book and see what I could do to help you, whether it's make your book a bestseller or make it a bestseller again, or finally get that book out and published or any of those kind of things. Let's talk about what your marketing is. Let's find a way so that you can thrive in all that you do. Just go to AskSteveKid.com. I will type it in here again for you. For those of you who um, can't see it right below my name there, AskSteveKid.com. And, um, you know, you are more than welcome to get onto my schedule. And let's talk about what you're doing. If you've got a book, how are you marketing the book? And if you don't have a book, what can we do to get your book out so that you can live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur? So blessed to spend my time with you. Thanks for hanging with me for five minutes of this hour or the entire hour. I appreciate you. Till we're together again next time, I hope that you're happy, safe, warm, and loved, and that you have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. Hi, my name is Steve Kidd. I am a third generation minister, an international best-selling author of multiple books, and I help people write, publish, and market their books to bestseller. In fact, there are literally thousands of people that have used the system that I created to be able to write, publish, and market their books, and now they're best-selling authors, and you're next. I just wanted to come on for a minute, say hi to you, tell you a little bit about me, introduce myself and tell you, I know the world is waiting on your message and I would be so honored to be part 
of sharing your message with the world. Go to AskSteveKid.com and schedule a time to talk today.